I am Sister Justine. I'm a loving, devoted follower of Jesus who teaches at the local Catholic school. And Sister Justine has plenty of stories about saints, which she shares with the children to help them in their everyday lives. Relax and listen as we bring you Sister Justine's Saint Tales. Hi, everyone. Look over there. It's a dog coming over to us. Oh, it looks like something's wrong. Yeah, it looks like it's limping. Yes, it definitely looks like it might be hurt. Oh, poor thing. It definitely looks scared. I wonder why. Be careful. We're not sure if it's friendly. Here, gently hold the back of your hand down and let the dog sniff it. There, there. You're with friends now. You'll be okay. Children, does that dog belong to you? Good morning, Good morning, sister. Justine. No, sister. It came over to us. It looks hurt and scared, but we're trying to make it feel better. It also looks like it hasn't eaten anything for a while. It might have run away or just got lost. Is there anything we can do about it? School's about to start. And it looks like it's going to start raining. Oh, sister, maybe we can bring it inside? Well, I've got an idea. I have a good friend who works for the local Humane Society. I'll call her and ask her to come over to the school. We could bring the dog inside for now until my friend arrives. Thanks, Thanks, sister. sister. Thanks again, sister. You're welcome, children. My friend Stella should be here soon to take care of the dog. While we might please God with our mercy towards the dog, I don't want to let this keep you from your studies. We'll be good, sister, we promise. Maybe we could offer up a prayer and ask a saint for intercession. What about St. Francis? Isn't he the patron saint of animals? Yes, St. Francis is indeed the patron saint of animals. But did you know there's also a saint who is specifically the patron saint of dogs? His name was St. Rock. St. Rock? Yes. In fact, while we wait for my friend to arrive, let me tell you the story of St. Rock. While some historians aren't entirely sure, many believe Rock was born in or around the year 1295. Hello, or as I would say it, bonjour. Rock was born in the city of Montpellier in southern France near the Mediterranean Sea. My father was the governor of Montpellier, and along with his power and influence, he had great wealth. But money cannot buy you love and happiness. For that, they needed prayer. You see, Rock's mother wanted for many, many years to have children, but was unable to do so. But she prayed to the Blessed Virgin Mary to change that. And her prayers were answered because I was born. And when I was born, it is said I had a small red mark upon my chest shaped like a cross. My parents were convinced this was a sign that Mary had indeed answered my mother's prayers. And indeed, I was a miracle. Rock had been very faithful since he was a small child. Even as a boy, he fasted twice a week, just like his mother did. I loved my parents very much, and together as a family, we all loved God, Jesus, the Blessed Virgin Mary, and appreciated how blessed we were. When Rock was 20 years old, both his father and mother died. Upon their deaths, Rock inherited the family's wealth and his father's title as governor. Yes, but... Even though I lost my parents, I still loved God very much. It was sad that they were gone, but I had faith that they were at home in God's kingdom of heaven, and I had faith he would continue to guide me on earth. 
You might think God was taking care of Rock because he had his father's riches and his governorship. Set for life, right? Wrong. I remember the story from the Gospel of Luke, when Jesus told the rich man that while he may have been a good guy his whole life, to enter the kingdom of heaven, he would have to give up his wealth and then follow him. I thought, that's exactly what I was going to do. And so, the man now known as Governor Rock gave away his wealth to the poor. As for my title of governor and the government I was leading, I handed all of that over to my uncle. Then, I joined the Franciscan Third Order, accepting a life of poverty and becoming a poor pilgrim. Rock began a journey to Italy, where he planned to stop at many holy places and pray. His intention was to make it to Rome. But along the way, in a town known as Aquapendente, he saw a terrible sight. Many, many people were sick. They were suffering from what was known as the Black Plague. The Black Plague was a disease known as bubonic plague. It's caused by bacterial infection and was spread among its victims by fleas from small animals. It's a terrible disease. Its symptoms include fever, throwing up, and worst of all, the swelling of body parts known as lymph nodes. Sometimes, if the swelling got too bad, the lymph nodes would burst and you'd have an open wound, which could become further infected. Yes, that is all terrible. But these people were my fellow children of God. I devoted my time to helping the sick, sometimes in hospitals and sometimes in private homes. I helped the doctors make them as comfortable as possible, and I would pray over the sick. The Black Plague killed more than 25 million people throughout Europe in the 1300s when Rock was alive. But it's said that when Rock was helping the sick, miracles happened, including many patients getting cured. Rock traveled to many towns and cities in Italy to help people sickened by the Black Plague. It was a very contagious disease. Although I successfully helped many people overcome the plague, even I was in danger of catching the disease. And soon, I did. When I saw the sore on my leg, I knew I had contracted the Black Plague. I did not wish to put anyone else at risk, so I decided to retreat to the forest, where in God's time, he would call me home. Rock found an old hut in the woods and settled there, thinking this would be where he would eventually die. But he soon had company. A dog. A hunter's dog had found me. I feared at first this dog would finish me off. But it saw my wounds and licked them. Dogs have that special ability to lick wounds to help heal them. Moments later, the dog's master arrived. What makes you run into this empty hut, you silly hound? It's not time to sleep. Ah, now I see. It's occupied by a stranger. And who may you be? I am Rock, of the Third Order of Franciscans. The Franciscans? So, a pilgrim and a beggar, then. Yes, but I did not come here for trouble. I came here to isolate myself because I do not have much longer on this earth, as you will see here. Oh, you've been stricken with a plague. Yes, I'm afraid so. I came here so I would not spread it, and to wait for our Lord to take me into his arms. I see. Surely it may not be long until that happens. You may stay here. I'll provide whatever needs you may have until that time comes. Come, my furry friend, let's get home. The dog would bring food to Rock and would lick his wounds. 
The dog also provided some comfort and friendship. Meanwhile, God provided what I am convinced was a miracle. A spring had emerged, not far from the hut, where I could get fresh water. I believed that it was proof God still looked out for me, even in my sickness, through his deeds and through the kindness of one of his creatures. Perhaps the greatest miracle of all was that Rock overcame the plague and recovered. Yes, the kindness of this dog and its master brought me back to good health. I blessed them both, and when I wondered what to do next, I heard the call from God to go back to Montpellier. When I arrived, I found there was chaos. The city was in the midst of a war, and I realized that if they recognized me as the son of the late governor, they might try to drag me into this conflict. I had renounced the title of governor and all that came with it to devote my life to God. The only way I would be able to remain God's faithful and noble pilgrim was to keep my identity secret. Unfortunately, that worked against Rock. During this time of war, the soldiers were always on the lookout for spies who might be working to help the enemy. When they approached Rock and asked for his identity, Rock would not reveal it. This made the soldiers suspicious, and so they arrested him and took him to the governor. The governor, of course, was my own uncle. He was still in power since I left, but he did not recognize me. My looks had changed over the years, first from my poverty and later from my illness. He didn't know his nephew had come home and was standing before him. Again, I was fully committed to serving God, and so I could not reveal my true identity. Because of this, his uncle assumed that he was a spy disguised as a pilgrim. He ordered Rock to be sent away to prison. I remained a prisoner for five years. I was forgotten, abandoned by my uncle and his people. But God did not forget me. He sent angels to tend to my needs while I remained a prisoner. And then God finally called me home. I died in my prison cell on August 16, 1327. Before he died, Rock requested that he be allowed to see a priest so he could receive his final sacraments. When I arrived at his prison cell, I saw Rock surrounded by a bright light. His cell was also brighter than it should have been. As he died, I saw a tablet appear on the wall and the hand of an angel writing his name, Rock on the tablet. The angel also wrote that anyone who sought Rock's intercession in prayer to God would be saved from the plague. The governor was informed of what the priest saw and went to the prison along with his mother, Rock's grandmother. When they saw that red cross-shaped mark on Rock's chest, they realized who he really was. The governor was heartbroken by his terrible mistake, not recognizing his nephew. He gave Rock a full state funeral. They also built a church in his honor, and his reputation soon spread throughout Southern Europe. They embraced him as a saint. In the year 1414, the plague broke out again in Rome. As this was happening, the church was hosting a big convention that brought in many priests and church leaders called the Conference of Constance. The council fathers decided when they would pray for protection, they would petition St. Rock. They held public prayers and processions, and their prayers were answered because the plague soon went away. 
St. Rock was recognized throughout the land as the patron saint of protection from diseases. But thanks to the interactions and acts of kindness by his furry four-legged friend, St. Rock also became recognized as the patron saint of dogs. Well, our poor dog here looks like it needs healing. Maybe St. Rock can help. Yes, maybe we should pray for St. Rock's intercession. That's a great idea, children. How does the prayer go? It goes like this. O most merciful God, who through an angel promised St. Rock that whoever would invoke his name should be preserved from pestilence and contagious disease, grant that through his intercession we may be preserved from all our dangers, both of soul and body, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Hi, Sister Justine. Oh, hi, Stella. Great timing. Thanks for coming over to the school. Children, this is my friend, Miss Stella. Hi, hi Miss Stella. Stella. Hi, kids. Oh, and hello to you, my friend. I hear you're not feeling so well. <laughs> oh, don't worry. We'll take good care of you. Do you know who it might belong to? I don't see a tag on its collar, but we did get some calls about a dog that ran away during the last thunderstorm we had. Oh, I see the dog does have a wound on its leg. I'll take it straight to the veterinarian's office. Children, thanks for keeping the dog safe. You're welcome. Good luck, Stella. I'm sure this beautiful dog will be back in a loving home soon. In the meantime, children, we'll say some more prayers and seek the intercession of St. Rock to help cure its illness. Yes, yes sister. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and in the Holy Spirit. You've been listening to Sister Justine's Saint Tales, created and distributed by the Communications Department of the Roman Catholic Diocese of Buffalo. The voice talents you heard are Melissa Cumming as Sister Justine, Timothy, Madison, and Jordan as the students, Tom Fazio as the priest, Christy Severino as Stella, and I'm Michael Mrosiak. I was the voice of St. Rock. I'm also the creator, writer, and producer of this series. Special thanks to Our Lady of Victory School in Lackawanna, New York for their assistance. Thanks to Samuel Francis Johnson and Pixabay for the prayer theme. And thanks to you for listening. Be sure to come back for more of Sister Justine's Saint Tales.